Welcome to the Tearing It Up podcast. I'm your host, Taryn. We'll be tearing it up, tearing it down, and tearing it apart, dissecting all things related to those who deviate from the standard. From leaders of their industry to leaders of mediocrity, and maybe a gear review or two thrown in. We shoot the shit and let the conversations flow, so if that's not your style, this may not be for you. Otherwise, listen in. Hope to light a fire in you somehow. Here we go. Cheers, my lady. This is a gluten. This is a gluten-free beer, by the way. Yeah, how you liking it? It's okay. It's a. I've had a couple different ones. I've actually had this one a long time. I just keep forgetting about it because uh, I'm just like decide like meh. I don't really. I just won't drink. Yeah. (laughs) Which has worked out. But But the last couple days, I've been like really yeah there's wine but I really enjoy having like the taste of beer earlier I did have another drink too um a long drink I think I've talked about them that Andrew loves to drink they're a gin and tonic in a can Uh, but they're only five percent so it's not like a a hard beverage it's they taste much more like a seltzer like a white claw or something Mm -hmm. like that because they're just like sweeter and you do not taste the alcohol at all um, but we went to Costco today and I saw them there and they only come in six packs, but they were eight fifty for a six pack. And normally they're like 14 bucks or something for a six pack. So I grabbed a couple and then I, uh, he was outside, uh, cause his truck alarm started going off cause we had the dog. So he had to run out. And when he came back in, we did some more shopping. I was like, Oh, did you notice? Like I found long drinks and told him how much they were. So we went and grabbed like a couple more. But, um, as soon as we were leaving Costco, it was like two 30 or three or something in the afternoon. And we were both like, man, I just want one of those right now. So I've been thinking about it like yeah. all day. So I had one of those and I almost had another one and I was like, ah, I just, they're just so sweet. Like now I feel like I want like a beer taste. Um, so this, and then I had some IPAs too. I think I have one of those left, uh, that, that are pretty good, but yeah, this week, well, it's Monday now, but last week just seemed long. Um, and I've just wanted to like have a drink every day since Thursday yeah. or really since Tuesday, but <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, cheers to that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. I have another, um, I think technically this would be my fourth week of doing gluten and dairy free. I think I started like on February 8th or something. I know it was a Tuesday. Um, and, but my like check-in appointment with my naturopath isn't until next Monday. So I'm just going to keep it going for this week and then see what she has to say, because we'll just talk about how I'm feeling and, uh, figure out the next move and game plan and whether I want to like start to reintroduce stuff or I've kind of been thinking I might want to take a little bit longer, um, off of both just because I feel like a month isn't really enough, like long enough to kind of really see some, some differences. Um, so I don't know, we'll just see what she has to say. Cause there are times that it gets difficult and hard. Like when you aren't prepared, um, yeah. or want to go out to eat and then you're like, Oh, like uh the the vegetables are probably all roasted in butter so probably can't have that like we went out to dinner Friday for Andrew's sister's birthday and to a place we go often and had gone just once since I started this um elimination stuff and I pretty much determined the only like safe-ish bet was a burger without the bun and no cheese and like fries so (laughs) 
just went with that, but that's whatever. I feel like I'm dealing with it a little bit better instead of being like angry and pissy. So yeah. like, I might as well try and keep it up for a little bit, but I did almost, uh, no, not almost. I did completely lose my shit last Thursday. <laughs> I didn't like go off the rails on purpose or anything. I, I ate a chicken that was roasted in butter, but not all of it, just like a piece um, before I, cause it was just a, not a good day. And I was just like, are you fucking kidding me? Like when I got home with this chicken and took a bite and then read the, like the ingredients, cause it's just a, like a rotisserie one from, from Rayleigh's from the grocery store. And I just didn't even think to like, look at that. And yeah, but yeah, I had like a bite and then I just like cried and threw my drumstick and <laughs> Yeah, those moments are fucking real. And I wish more people talked about them because Mm -hmm. I have them frequently. Yeah. Yeah. I wanted to like, was that? I was going to say, unfortunately, uh, sometimes it's due to my tiny person that I'm raising and then I do it to him. But then I'm like, hey, guy, I'm human too. Yeah, it's hard. It's hard to hold. Really frustrating. So hard to hold all your emotions in and yeah. I feel like unrealistic yeah it, it is it truly that is shit. and that is like the reason why we have these explosions and episodes because you hold so much other stuff in and it might not seem like they're you know they're important or little stuff and then it just makes me feel worse like I'm in the grocery store at almost eight o'clock at night like mm-hmm. crying and sniffling because the pizza that I ordered like on a cauliflower crust turned out that the cauliflower crust was not gluten-free and I'm like what like that's the reason they have cauliflower crust as an option because it's usually the gluten-free option um but yeah I'm just like oh god okay like they're gonna see me cry (laughs) like this chick's fucking crying because (laughs) she can't have a gluten-free crust and I'm like you don't understand what I did today and how many other times I lost my shit today. Um, and just that little moment of the pizza, like I held it together for the most part in the store, but then when I got home and sat down on the couch and took that bite of chicken and told Andrew, like the fucking chicken's roasted in butter. He was like, what are you eating it? And I was like, yeah, what the fuck am I supposed to eat? And then just started crying. Um, but, and it all felt like because of of failure and like just like yeah the just the feeling of failure like no one likes that feeling and yeah you have to go through it but again it wasn't just like over food this was the day we came back from our hut trip yeah and um the skin out to the hut and back from the hut was like not good the way there was a little bit better but it was still like tough it took a while and the conditions just weren't that great and then me and um I guess there was two other split borders but we kind of split off into two groups so there was only one other split border in my group which was uh, my friend Jackie and she hasn't been out that many times and I haven't been out like a lot this year or anything like that um and I also haven't been out with a huge like backcountry like back backpacking backpack um so it was just a long distance to travel with that and like not great conditions. And like I said, the way there was a little bit better. We got to a point where we were done like touring and we got to transition and ride down into the huts, but the ride 
into the huts was like all a traverse. So you're already exhausted. And I already had like a blister on one of my feet just from the, the skinning up. Um, but like the worst thing in the world, <laughs> like after such a long ascent for a snowboarder is like, oh, now you just have to traverse. It's like, what oh, the fuck? Like, my, my... my calves aren't burning. Exactly. Exactly. My calves are on fire. And then, um, like we get down to the hut and it was, uh, I don't know, one o'clock or something in the afternoon. Uh, we just like sat down, took a break and, um, me and my friend Jackie and friend Jill, we just like straight chilled by ourselves and hung outside and, and drank some alcohol and everyone else went and like skied more. I was like, I can't put those boots back on my feet are yeah. so bad. Um, cause I was wearing rental boots from our shop cause my boot broke like the week before and I hadn't fixed it. And I wanted to try these boots out anyways, to see if I wanted to like buy them, but they, they did not work out. Um, but the way, yeah, the way out on Thursday was even worse and longer. Cause it, it was earlier in the morning. So it was pretty icy. Like the, a good portion of the way out was just like solid and icy and just hard to get an edge, especially like on a split board. And, um, so then again, on the way out back to the cars, we thought we were going to be able to get a good enough route to like straight shoot it and not have to transition and split board out again, which I wasn't too um, angry about. Like I had it in my mind that we were going to have to do that. So I was okay with it. But then our boss who was with us kept like saying, I'm going to try my best to like get you guys out of here without having to transition again. And, um, <laughs> but he's a, he's a skier and regardless if you're a skier or not the way we were going like that's just what you had to do and it was like very low angle so you had to keep your speed through a lot of stuff and I just got so frustrated by the end uh we had like 15 minutes before we were out and we started going down through these trees and just like it was just rolling like hills and shit and I just go up a little mound and just like lose all my speed and I can just see from below like there's no way we're gonna be able to ride out from here we just have to transition but I was just pissed because I'd fallen like a couple times uh right at the end there and was tired of like stopping and going and then having to unstrap and push or do this or do that and I like fucking the last little hill that I just like fell over on from stopping in the middle of trees I unstrapped my board and like threw my board through my poles because we had to have our poles out like the whole time because of all the traversing yeah you had to like kind of push a little bit so you didn't have to unstrap um and then like I just get so mad and that makes me cry and then so I'm just like crying and transitioning my board and just felt like the biggest baby um but again it's just frustrating because and like with the food thing it's not of being like a spoiled brat it's just like it's like why the fuck can't I do this yeah just so frustrated with myself like I wish I knew the way like the route better so I could have mentally been like a little more prepared and could have just went on my own instead of like having to follow him like I would have felt comfortable of like knowing like okay I have to just straight line it through this instead of oh like following his turns and this and that and being like damn it like I could I shouldn't have stopped where I stopped because it wasn't a good stopping zone for me so it's all like kind of my own thing yeah I just wish I knew that terrain better so that I would have been more prepared to get 
out and um then we had to go straight to work and it was like three of us and our boss from the hut like literally like straight to work Andrew brought me clothes and food um and so it was just kind of and one of the guys that was there working he's he's just a guy he's a young kid he just asks like a lot of questions all the time and he started to ask me like one question and I was just like not what? now like yeah like what the fuck like that like think about it think about yeah. what you're asking me first like come on man um so I just had to kind of keep to myself but but yeah all the frustration I have come to the conclusion that it just came from yeah just like feeling like a failure and that shit is just annoying it's like yes. I, why can't I just fucking do this like yeah, it should be easier like, than this <laughs> like two steps forward and then like a million and five steps back or like you were saying like not knowing exactly what's ahead of you and how to navigate accordingly mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and why the fuck does gluten and butter and dairy have to be in every everything <laughs> Like, that's a thing that's out of your control, especially when lives are so busy and, like, we can't, like, make protein bars and, like, have all the shit prepared. Like, it's just too hard to do it all. It is. It's so hard. And it just, like, as we say, like, every time we do this of how fast just time time goes, I'm like, okay, that's been two weeks or three weeks or whatever, um, like, we had one day last week would have been able to do it. I, and I don't think, I mean, I didn't have much to talk about that week anyways, but regardless, like that's with everything. I feel like one week I might meal plan pretty well and have, have good shit to eat and take to work and be ready. And then all of a sudden it's the next week. And I'm like, Oh fuck, I got to work tomorrow in the next 30 days. And I like, don't have the food I I need to even prepare. Like I'd have to go to the store, then make it all. And uh, it's just like, it just sneaks up on you. It's so hard to stay on track. And I like envy people who do have such a regular schedule where they're like every Sunday I go to Costco and my brother is like this, my brother and sister-in-law, they are like very good. Like on Sundays, like go to Costco, Jen does a lot of meal prepping, but even so like they still go out once or or eat out once or twice a, a week. She's, I mean, that's just so much to do to meal prep for a full family of lunches, breakfast, and dinners, like all in one night. So even with her being prepared and having like a little bit more of a rigid schedule, it's not, it's not, not perfect by any means. Um, and my schedule is rich space. Yeah, exactly. We have two now because we took Andrew's parents like old fridge and put it in the garage, but that was mostly, kind of like a beverage spread fridge um because our garage gets so hot in the summer mm-hmm. and if we keep stuff out there it just gets hot and whatever and we don't have space in our kitchen anyway because it's tiny but but yeah even if I tried to be like every Sunday we're gonna go do this and I'm gonna meal prep or every Monday it's like that's just not how my life works because something might come up on a Sunday or Monday that we want to do instead and I have the freedom and ability to to do that so I I'm not gonna stick to a like yeah. strict schedule when it comes to like meal planning um and I have to realize like well then that's why I don't see certain changes or whatever but I can still just make better choices and that's what I've been doing is like just because I didn't meal plan and prepare I'm still like you know if I have to go buy something for lunch 
I'm checking the labels and doing that instead of just saying, fuck it all. Where's like the frozen pizza? (laughs) Um, So I feel, I feel better about that. I'm not, I'm not all or nothing in it. (laughs) But also pre-planned choices don't necessarily line up with what you're craving or what you Mm -hmm, want. mm -hmm, So that's mm -hmm. also, that also comes into play. About a month ago, I was like on top of my shit and making the food. And I like to, uh, I like to go sometimes two weeks without going to the grocery store. Yeah. Lucky. Um, And I did that and it was like, I got down to the nitty gritty and it was like down to the two weeks. And then I went to the grocery store and it was great. And I was like on top of it. And then I don't know what the fork happened. Like it just all went to shit and I haven't been able to get my groove back. (laughs) And then I have weeks where I'm like, oh, I'm making everything. And I'm like, so excited to make these things and like, soups and all this fun stuff and then other weeks where I'm like I don't want to look at my kitchen I don't want to do dishes totally to make food for me and you know what that's okay exactly and that's how um like we've been doing pretty good about eating out like not doing it and stuff because well I'm just can't really eat out and I'm like I don't want to go spend money on half of a meal you know (laughs) like so um so we've been doing good with that uh, but like you said too, with cravings, <clears throat> as much as, uh, even when I'm not on a particular diet or something, if I meal prep or not even meal prep, but have, I'll sometimes just write out kind of like what we I'll take like a piece of meat out or something, or a couple pieces of meat out of the freezer. I'm like, all right, we've got chicken, some steak and, uh, pork chops or something this week. And so I just know that that's what dinner will be based around, but then, the day comes or whatever it's like okay we eat the chicken and then the next two days like I don't want steak I don't want pork chops so like what are we gonna do yeah. um, and then it comes to the day where it's like okay we have to cook this mm-hmm. but uh but yeah the just cravings just can get the best of you and yeah. so no matter how good it is that the meal you have planned if there's something else on your mind you just can't get rid of it yeah. You might eat the meal that you had planned, but then you still want that other thing. So you're either going to do that too, or <laughs> just like, you're still never going to forget day. it. Yeah. Um, but it just reminded me when you were talking about, I'm just like losing your shit or being frustrated. And sometimes it's like, because the kid or whatever, I think it all is, has to do with that failure kind of a feeling. It's a vicious cycle yeah. where if you lose your shit like on your kid um or about something they did and then it's like oh am I a a bad mom or bad partner bad parent or whatever like I failed that little test of my patience like and it just eats at you in all the Mm -hmm. ways and yeah we all need failure to grow and and learn but it doesn't make it like easy to to deal with it in yeah. the moment. Yes. yes, so true. So true. I like um there was a half day randomly Quincy has half days like twice a month, sometimes once a month. And he had a half day and I completely forgot. I even like hate that I'm saying this out loud and then it's going to go into the ether but he I like completely forgot he had a half day and I was just like putzing around my house and 
waiting around for my therapy appointment, ignoring my phone. And I had like multiple missed calls, text messages from a friend, a mom friend who I pick up the kid with. And I was like, oh shit. And like, it happened to be a day that my therapist needed to cancel because she had just found out about a a death in her family. And Mm. like, so had that not happened, I probably would have like gone over like way later. But anyways, I felt like absolute dog shit for forgetting to pick him up. And I get there and I pick him up and I'm like, oh my gosh, Quincy, I am so sorry for being so late. And he was like hanging out in the office with the, like one of the office people and another kid. And I was like, how am I ever going to make this up to you? I'm so sorry. Like, I feel so bad. And he was like, just say you're sorry. And and so it's like, to me, it it felt like absolute failure. Mm -hmm. But for him, it was just like, another day and yeah like you know a few minutes yeah so but it's also it's also a perspective thing when you Mm -hmm. do have those failures it's like okay is this gonna mean something like is is my child gonna have to go to therapy for the rest of his life because I forgot I was like two hours late from one day you know and he and he there were multiple parents who had forgotten because the school didn't like do the voicemail but yeah failures man yeah is that our topic today I don't know I guess it it could definitely oh yeah it could definitely be um because I think it's it's just all the time in little things and we're so hard on ourselves and especially personally like you and I I know because it's it's not even just like an ego thing of oh I want to be the best at this or whatever it's just the expectations you put on yourself and I'm just very hard on myself and um and with anything and everything and so it's like I think well my boss um I mean it sucks that I did that in front of like anybody even if it was like my best friends or Andrew or something I would still feel shitty for having handled it that way um but I think like we're close enough. I mean, he hasn't seen me like react like that. No one I was with has, but also he has a, a daughter and a wife. And I think that uh, and they women do- more so have the tendency to kind of have these kind of temper tantrums when you're just frustrated. Or um, just like more accepting about having feelings. Yeah. Or more comfortable with being like, I'm having these feelings and I don't fucking care who's around. Right yeah. Now. Yeah. Totally. Yep. That's true. Yeah. And so I feel like, you know, it's not like it would affect work. I don't think it's if it changed anyone's attitude towards me or like my whole personality or anything. Um, but I do, I have so many burps now from this <laughs> fucking beer, but, uh, but um, yeah, I just I do lose my my shit and I I hold it. I think it maybe makes people realize like that I hold it together a lot more than I don't. Um, yeah. And I might have a lot more of these feelings inside me more often than they ever thought or realized. I am a very like sensitive and emotional person. And for a long, long time, I never like thought I was yeah 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 because or because I didn't like show it to other people and then I don't know my mom had told me like years and years ago of like you know like you are very sensitive because I take things to heart and then like 
Uh, I've met a couple people in the last few years who are more into astrology and whatnot, and they're like, oh, you're a cancer. So you're definitely got that hard shell exterior and like soft on the inside. And that's so true for real. Like I put that out, but then like on the inside, I'm just like, so dying or hurt by like the littlest things like that someone could say to me. And I'm like, oh, like that really hurt my feelings, but I'll never, ever tell you that it did. I think also with the hard exterior is in this soft interior thing is that you you hold high standards for yourself Mm -hmm. and you want you're passionate about things and you care and like you have with all of those feelings comes high expectations or dreams or desires and so -hmm. when you fail or like don't necessarily meet meet what you thought was going to happen you're like even harder you have even harder feelings towards yourself about failure or not meeting what you thought the adventure was going to be totally and it's like and that's what it really all is or mostly is like my my own expectations or standards because like Quincy for instance like if someone else did something or um if I'm going out biking, hiking, touring, whatever with somebody. And they're like having that frustrating time. I'm like, it's totally fine. Like I get it. You're everything's good. Yeah. But if I'm the one doing that, and even I might know that these people like don't care, I am like putting all this pressure of like, Oh my God, like, no, I'm not, I'm not keeping up the pace. I'm not doing this or doing that. And you know, instead of like being like Quincy, like just say you're sorry. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like that's how I would feel of it for somebody else. But for myself, I'm just like, nope, I've like ruined it all. I've done this. Yeah. I've I'm just the worst and the failure. And it's so interesting. Like I've always been this way. Um, because even in wrestling and not just me, it was like a lot of the people who wrestled I mean that that's just such an intense sport but Mm -hmm. like all the dudes you know still cry after losing a match especially a hard match because you're putting like your blood sweat and tears into a like six minutes or less of (laughs) of a match or whatnot um and I don't know if that's like just where it all kind of stemmed from where I like doing that sport you're you have to put everything into it and you're the only one you know you're not on it you're on a team but it's still individual it's not like playing a soccer game where like if you're just getting you know beat as a defender all the time or whatnot that you can just go sub out or have other people have your back like you're just putting everything you're doing is only on you and so if you didn't perform that's your fault (laughs) it's nobody else's fault and yeah I just I never really thought about it much I knew how much I cared about that sport and how much I would cry after losses because it's just like a bummer um and you just let yourself down mostly and it's like yeah that is still what I fucking do to this day (laughs) like even in a workout if I have a workout that doesn't go like the way I want it to like I don't feel that good or I maybe failed a certain weight or I'm just like really feeling sluggish I was just like get so mad and and cry like what the fuck why can't I just do this I could do it like last week or 
whatnot. And it's like, oh my God, just realize that you're just, something's not lined up this week. You yeah, don't feel good for whatever yeah. reason. Maybe you didn't sleep. Maybe it's the fact that your hormones are in a different state because you're yeah. like in this phase of your cycle or whatever. Um, I'm trying to ease off on myself in those aspects, but it's just yeah. fucking annoying. Like I just want some consistency in yeah. life. <laughs> And also with that, uh, your expectations, mm-hmm. like you could be like, oh, I'm going to do this mini reps at this weight, or like, I'm going to beat this person at wrestling, or I'm not going to lose my shit on my kid today. But like the expectations, you just have to really be like, you know what? I didn't do what I thought I was going to do. And that is okay Mm -hmm. like it's something that you really really want you just have to be like easier said than done I know oh totally off of a duck's back you know like Mm -hmm. like he's fine like in five years and ten years and four days will this matter and I think it's also easier said than done totally it, it is and I mean there are those days that I can be okay with it and I can go in and and try something and it's like oh not today, not today. That's fine. Um, but the, the days that I don't expect to feel like crap or something like this really blindside you or whatever, something just, you wake up, you feel great. And then all of a sudden one bad thing happens the other and the other and the other. And you're just like, what the hell? I can't like shake it off. Um, but I, it's like kind of weird to say, cause I don't want to say like, lowering my expectations is what I need to do um but I guess just not put so much pressure on them of like nope just just make it through because like there's plenty of times when I like look at a workout and I'm like okay the goal for today is just to make it through at whatever however that looks like whether that's like you know walking stepping lighter lighter weight whatever it is like I just want to stay alive (laughs) and feel okay by the end of it um but and then there's days that I'm like I just will fully not do something because if I don't think I can do it at the capacity in which I want to then I'm like I'm not gonna even fucking try and I don't like being in that state of mind. So I want to figure out how I can be a little bit easier on myself without just like having no expectations. Cause I think it's, yeah. you know, it could be important to have some kind of expectation yeah, so that you're not, absolutely. well, especially if you have goals or right? if you have certain goals, yeah. then yeah, like yeah, you yeah. need to, but in, in some things it's just like, nope, just, it's just supposed to be fun instead of um, not right. fun. And I feel like I make things like a lot fun. of things like unfun because I yes. put so much pressure on myself and Andrew's super good at like when we go out like even snowmobiling or anything and I've lost my shit because I just get frustrated like why can't I fucking do it like it looks like it should be so easy and he's like yeah but it's not because you're still learning and you haven't gotten to go out often because of the conditions or whatever it is so he like brings me back to earth and I called him when we got back to the shop um from the hut trip and like told him like I lost my shit like threw my snowboard and then like just talking about it because it was just fresh like made me like start crying to him and he's like you just can't get so frustrated all the time like like it's fine and I'm like I know I know and then I'm frustrated that I get frustrated (laughs) yeah 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 but um he can be really good at, at bringing me back to earth and I mean the whole hut trip like 
it was so awesome too. So I was kind of bummed as well that, you know, it ended like that in the last bit of time. It was probably really like the whole last hour. That was toughest. I kept a good attitude for the most part though, before that, um, and the entire trip being at the huts was so, so much fun. Um, and so I was just like, man, I hope I didn't take that away from like anybody else, but I don't think I did. Everyone at the point that I lost it was like, so ready to be done and off of the fucking mountain. So, um, they were probably at least a couple people feeling what I was feeling. They just didn't, didn't really release it the way I did. But, um, but yeah, life in general, I'm trying to like have expectations and how to learn how to deal with not meeting them better. Yeah. It's like a goal. Um, so this, girl Jill who was with us who is newer at the shop um but she is just like the best just nicest person in the entire world and her uh me and my friend Jackie were just like we need you in our life so bad because like we just need you to be around us in your positive freaking attitude like all the time obviously I'm sure she loses her shit everyone does but still, she has way more like positive energy and better outlook than both of us have most of the time. So I'm just like, yeah. oh my God, I like, it was so nice to spend that time with her and, um, and just realize that like you, it is so important to have those people it's in so your life. And like, even if those people are like that around other people, mm-hmm. bless that. you know what I mean? Cause I mean, there's definitely times where I'm out in public and I'm like, everything's great yeah um and then like I come home or I come to my job or I come to reality and I'm like fuck this fuck that Mm -hmm. fucking 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 shit everything's fucked up yes but it's I mean like we are all just forking human and it's also hard to um like when you do see people who are like always on and like happy and positive in your face and then you hear or figure out that they're not like that all the time you're like wait but they're wait what they're not like 100% jolly fucking sunshine all the time yeah or or people on their social media accounts being like life is perfect there's like my home's always clean or like I always hit these rails perfectly yeah (laughs) so hard for us as humans to be like oh wait but you're not like and you're in this environment and when you're like this you're totally different so it's just like perspective or I don't know what exactly but it's it's hard to weigh it all and it is and it's like that's a I I feel like we're luckier than the current like younger generation that social media didn't play such a prevalent prevalent role in our lives until later I mean granted like we had MySpace and whatnot like in high school and and those things but it just it wasn't how it is now and there's been plenty of times even through my my mid-20s that I was like I'd look and scroll through Instagram and if I was at a time period in my life where I was like not doing something exciting or fun and working at the coffee shop in Tacoma and seeing all these people though who are traveling I'm like oh man but I'm like wait but I do that 
So it's just, I'm not doing that right now. And same thing. Now it's just changed to where what I see on social media that puts me into a dark place or attitude or hole is the, of just like people in their businesses, whether it's uh, similar related to my business or not, it could be something totally different, but I see like this person has their own business and like, wow, look at them like flourishing and, and doing this or that. And I've been trying to do my own thing for three years and I don't have fucking anything to show for it. Um, and then it just makes you like not want to do anything. Then I'm like, I just want to go get a job. Like, I don't want to, I don't want to do this. I don't want to deal with the, um, the ups and the downs and the inconsistencies and this and that, um, because look how easy it seems for everyone else, but it's one, not easy for them, I'm sure. And two, like, yeah, you're seeing the highlight reel. Like, you're yeah. not, I don't know how much they actually make just because they post this or that on social media. Like no one knows anyone's situation and, um, or whether they, you know, have a uh, money from something else, or maybe they have three other jobs and you just don't yeah. <laughs> know. Like, or maybe they did have like 15 break breakdowns in that yeah. one where they're posting jolly good sunshine things. It's just, yeah. it does yeah. make you feel like that when you see the innards of that person who, who you think is one way, sometimes yeah. it makes you feel like, Oh, Oh, thank God. Like you are you are like me more than I thought. Um, instead of sometimes those people who are just always on can make you feel like crap because it, wow, I just wish I could be like that all yeah. the time. But, um, yeah, you're like, Oh, not you're, you're not, you do have your breaking point too. Maybe it's far, far less than what mine are or whatnot, but everyone is human. Like you said, and, and has their moments, but there's just certain times in, things through life too where you have more or less of them and there are definitely those rare people who really are always on and can always see the bright side and their their breakdowns are you know you Is wouldn't even notice <laughs> because they believe in god i don't i don't know <laughs> who knows what they, i think they believe in something stronger that than thought- their own mind that's for sure <laughs> God, that thought actually crossed my mind today. I was like, is this person always like that because they have Jesus? Could be. Could be. I think there's several, several things. Yeah. Oh, man. Or 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 like the are they like this because they had like a peachy keen jelly bean upbringing? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> I know, right? Then you think like, all right, you faced no adversity. But then there's the people yeah. who like they, they did, maybe they faced a lot of adversity and had a crazy breakdown or issue that, that they went through to make them be that jolly person that they now are. Um, And now that they're at a place of comfort, they're like, this is great. This is awesome. I'm so lucky. Yeah. And also just being grateful. Like Mm -hmm. uh, when I first started going to therapy, my therapist was like, talk about things that you're grateful for right like and so this morning I actually reminded myself and my family my entire family Marie included I was like guys let's name three things that we're grateful for which ever since the whole like Russia invading Ukraine I've just been like I'm so thankful that I have like my home that's comfortable and like I can set my temperature at 69 degrees and it stays there and I'm away from the elements and right 
just which which like I also look around my home and I'm like this needs to be done and that that project's like only halfway done or that project's only 95% done and yada 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 the list can go on but like the fact that I'm not being bombed and I don't have to like uproot my family and be considered a refugee you know what I mean like I know and you (sighs) yeah you really do have to think about those moments when you get into certain moods and I was thinking about that as well like wow what like a little brat to be throwing this fit when I'm so lucky to have been out here and had like be out here with my boss and coworkers because he paid for this all and decided to close the shop so we could all go and do it together. Um, and there's people, you know, who would just dream of, of doing something like that. And it's just like straight up handed to me. And I wouldn't um, say handed. Yeah, (laughs) but you know what I mean? I'm just like, there's there's so many other people who would, who look at these things that I get to do and like, that is just so cool. Mm -hmm. And and like, yeah, there's times that I would used to get mad when I was younger, like family members, like, you're so lucky. I'm like, I'm not lucky. I chose to do, I mean, like, yeah, but there are people who were saying it to me. It was like, just different. I'm like, and no, you could have done this too. Like my life wasn't any different than like some of my cousin's life where they couldn't decide to have gone to Alaska and be a guide. Like my parents didn't do that. They didn't ship me to Alaska and say, here, go. Like I made those choices. I paid the money to do it. Like I, I did that. Um, and so, so yeah, I would just get mad at like certain family members of the way they treated certain things. and like, no, I'm not, not making any money at all. <laughs> like, and if you, you know, didn't do the drugs, then maybe you could do yeah. this too. <laughs> like yeah. I, I made just overall better life choices was what mm-hmm. that comparison was to, but yeah, there's plenty of people in the world who are in the situation where they could do any of the things that I get to do and would love to have been able to make those life choices that led like me to where I am. And yes, but, but again, too, it's all relative and perspective. You also can't get too deep on that side because like, what are you just supposed to say that everything's easy? Like it's not, it's just, yeah. it's easier than some, but it's harder than others. So yeah. And we all have our that. things that make us like tick and that drive us towards that thing. Mm-hmm. Like for me, I wish I were more tech savvy. Like I really fucking wish that for myself, but I have a TV from 2007 and I don't fucking care. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, yeah. I don't fucking care. So I don't know, but there's other things where I'm like, oh, I have this mountain bike that does this, that, and this, and I have mm-hmm. this. So it's just whatever makes you tick and what drives you and what pushes you towards that thing that is you and makes you who you are. Yeah. And I, I try to remember things like that too. I feel like I'm doing better at it of, as I'm getting older, but of, of not judging people for their choices of like, oh, this person wants to spend $200 on a pair of like jeans. Like what the fuck? Yeah. But then I'm like, oh, but look at this like ski jacket Overall. I have that's $500 yeah. that someone would 
you know, they don't even ever want to be in the snow. They're like, what? You like, what? Like, I can wear these jeans every day. You can only wear that jacket. Like, are those people? Yeah. but lol like I know there are people out there totally or that want like a super super fancy like sports car or something and or um, a wristwatch yeah did you know that wristwatches are so fucking expensive yeah this one is 750 dollars yes but also like some people's salaries like yeah I and it's not even like a smart wristwatch it's yeah a niche watch like rolexes or something you know like those are those are just a watch but um the radio and they were talking about watches and i was like get the fuck out of this yeah no and so there's a lot of things too that i have to remember that i have or own but because of the industry that i work in uh there's a lot of times that i don't have to pay like full price for things um in the situation that I have with where I work um, and I can get, get deals or do put things on like layaway and uh, or earn different, almost like commission type situations where I can get stuff without paying for it. And, um, but I did earn it because I, I worked and I earned these certain things to like get it for myself. Um, so there's a lot, most of the things I own, I feel like I didn't really pay full price for because if I had to, I probably wouldn't have it. Yeah. <laughs> um, Which is fine because you know what? There's like celebrities and bazillionaires out there who get shit sent to them and they don't even ask for it. Mm-hmm. And they're just like, what do I do with my 500th pair of fucking fresh ass Nikes? I do yeah. Build a whole nother house for them. Right. There's a wing in my house for my clothes. Shit sent to them. I'm like, what the fuck is that? Or like have people who make doctor's appointments for them. I'm like, what? I want that. Totally. (laughs) (laughs) Make my menu and my food. Um, Yeah. Like the whole world of influencers now these days too, who just get stuff because they have a certain amount of followers. It's so weird. Um, but speaking of that kind of another thing so I got today I'm an ambassador for this um sports bra company called Bets Fit and I've talked about it before on my Instagram for sure um this woman she lives in Truckee now and um but she designed and made this sports bra and I found her just like through the social media and then I became an ambassador for her and I actually got a new bra today um is it the one that does the zip yeah the it's like it's well it's not a zip this one's it's a corset um but uh but yeah I've done like a couple videos with it but I got a new one from her today to do um a video and I just needed like an update um I mean I did pay for my first one but still at a discount uh but yeah I'm like okay this is a they're pricey bras but every I mean when you're well endowed and you do a lot of activities and high intensity activities you have to start looking at a sports bra as like a piece of equipment, investment, like a fucking helmet. It's an, exactly. It's an investment and it's a piece of equipment because yes. it keeps you. So like, there's just things that you like cannot do comfortably without good support. Um, 
and no, so I mean I hate paying that much for for bras and especially like we were talking today the woman and I Catherine um because I'm like you know it is like a pair of shoes like you buy bras and you probably wear them for five fucking years and yeah. it's just like you sh- yeah. you're not getting like you're getting like half the support as you used to when it was new. And so if you're using it all the time, the elasticity like wears out, thus the support wears out. And like, it's a pair, it's like a pair of running shoes. If you're a runner um, and like, you can only wear them if you're running a lot, like a handful of months mm-hmm. and you don't think about that. Cause you're like, Oh, these shoes are $150. Again, you think you're going to have them for years because as I, the way I grew up was like, yeah, we got one pair of school shoes at the beginning of the year. We could only wear them to school for X amount of months. And then finally, like you were able to start getting away with like wearing them outside and stuff. But, but that had to last you. And then after that, like I still had them forever, like until I grew out of them or completely destroyed them. So you look at that stuff, like you'll have it for years and years, but it's like, no, actually, if they're being used like as much as they like probably are then they're not made to last forever they're made to last a certain amount of hours certain amount of miles like whatever so I was like wow it really it has been almost a year since I got that sports bra and like all summer long it was pretty much like the only thing I wore um and so I'm like yeah I, I definitely do need a new one and I have to fucking remember that I need to I just need to set it. I need someone to do my budget. That's what I want. Someone to budget for me so I can set aside like here's five dollars a month that are yes. my like sports bra uh, budget. And here's ten dollars a month. That's like my, my hair budget when I go do that every four months or whatever. And then when you make those big payments, it doesn't it doesn't feel like it because you put the money aside for it. Um instead of like all at once you're like oh shoot I need shoes I need this I need that um so yeah I would, I would like someone to handle my money <laughs> um a financial advisor I think yeah. is what they do yes yeah but then you have to pay them like a lot too so you're like well Dude, I am <laughs> loving our freaking conversation tonight I don't know I'm if not. it's the wine I'm drinking or what yeah but we're talking about some good things tonight. yeah I think so too Especially since, I don't know, a lot of these things have just been on my mind. Like everything we're talking about right now has been on my mind. So it's lovely to see your face. Yes. And also just like talk about this stuff. I know. Other people have these thoughts too. Yeah, exactly. And that's like the whole point of this all the time, right? Is just to be like, this is what's going on in our brain and our minds. And like, we're not the only ones who feel this way so we're we're not solving anyone's issues but at least like relating about it we're getting it out of their heads exactly people can feel yes yeah you breathe like a little bit smoother knowing that like you're not the only one because that constantly is stuff I think about and again because of probably social media and a lot of aspects of like wow I'm the only one who's still at 33 is like struggling here worrying about this or worrying about that because especially like my parents being young parents like when they were 33 I mean they had a fucking 10 year old and a 14 year old so and mortgage yeah their their struggles were very different jobs yeah so I feel like some of the things I worry about are like trivial or I'm like way behind where I should be or where I want to be or whatever and just like you know what like whatever also ride the wave like enjoy life for what it is 
Yeah. Yep. I always think about that too. I'm like, I compare myself. I'm like, oh, this person is doing this at that age, this age. And maybe when I'm that age, I'll be doing that too. And it's like, no, you won't be because you'll be doing whatever falls into place for you at that time. And like, whether it's a plan or not, life happen exactly I mean I'm getting to the point too though where I'm like I'm running out of time where I'm like well when I'm that age I'll be doing this you know I think about all the time how I used to be able to look at pro athletes and be like well they're so much older than me and then all of a sudden in your 20s you're like because pro athletes are just another level of Mm -hmm. and whatnot but by your mid-20s you're like wait all these people are younger than me now and making millions of dollars (laughs) Now, by this age, you're like, holy shit, like, especially if you aren't married or don't have kids, it's still such a societal pressure thing. And like being women um, on the kid front, it's like there is such thing as a biological clock. So you really do start thinking if your mind is not decided of like, okay, I literally do have like a time limit on some things. And if I want to do all this before a kid or blah, 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 blah. It's like, it's just so hard to not think about. And time is just such a, that gives me, it's always given me anxiety, but especially when I start thinking about those things, I'm like, wait, I don't have 10 years anymore. <laughs> like no. I barely have five really, if I think about it. So it's like, fuck. Yeah. And then I think about, then I get pissed about COVID of like, God damn it. The last two years, like could have done this, could have done that. And now I'm behind in this. And it's just like, uh-huh. yeah, you can't let yourself think about being, at a certain point, um, at a certain time in your life, because it is, it just is what it is. <laughs> and you're not alone in that because of COVID feeling. I know multiple mm-hmm. people who were like, oh, we were going to start having kids, but COVID, or we were going to do this, or we were going to travel, or we lost years because of COVID. But yeah, I don't know if it, uh, I'm trying to put positive spins on COVID and I don't think it's losing years. I think although fuck I know it's hard because I think that of where I mean I'm like well I probably wouldn't have been able to travel anyway because I wouldn't have had like the money to but who who just who fucking knows really who knows but what I do think about is like yeah maybe I could have done two years of like more traveling and doing this and that and by 34 it'd be like okay like I am ready for like a different stage in my life or whatnot or by 35 and but right now I feel like no, like I want to do this. I want to do that. Um, the thing with the property, I'm like, we need to build and we need to build right now because I'd want to have some time there by ourselves and figuring things out before we had kids and not do it all with kids. If we even want that, I just don't know, but everything just feels like it's a damn time, time limit. Once you get into your (laughs) thirties, and then I look at people who are in their 40s though like especially women and like they're in the great shape and the best shape of their life so I'm like okay well at least I have that to look forward to in my okay. 40s but um like I could I could still you know be active and be an athlete and whatnot but in the back of my head too I'm like or I have a five-year-old and I'm fucking 40 like what the hell <laughs> yeah. I know a woman who in her 40s young 40s she started having kids and it's possible. Oh yeah, totally. And that's the thing too. It really is. It's just like, whether you want it or not, 
um, and you just won't know until it's that time how bad you want it. So um, I'm just letting it go and be that uh, because all I ever think about too, is just like older. And like, as Andrew and I have talked to, it's like, well, I don't want to be like 50 and have like little kids. Like I don't want to be old with little kids, but it's just, again, just is what it is. Uh, whatever happens, it's just gonna happen is how I feel. And that, you know, people's minds always change with that, but, um, I have a hard time feeling like I'm going to be in a position of like doing anything it takes, but like I said, just, you don't fucking know how this female brain works once you decide you want something. Um, so that's why I try really hard when it comes to that front to not say anything, not, not a hard yes or a hard no, because I just feel like that is, such a biological thing that can that switch can go off and it could be like the only thing you want in the world and when you when anything like that comes along you don't let anything stop it so just don't ever know but I just hate thinking about time continuing to go so freaking fast (laughs) feeling like what I didn't do enough I didn't do enough that's just how I always feel and so that goes back to just the failure then you're yeah. like, oh, I feel like I failed because yeah, I didn't crazy. get this done or that done. Yeah. It's tough. Yeah. It is so tough. But I I mean, I'm proud of us. That's good. <laughs> I mean, I am too. And sometimes it just takes some thinking about, you know, and and putting yourself in other shoes or realizing that like yeah putting yourself in your 19 year old shoes or yeah 24 year old shoes and which like if I did that then I would have been married with kids a long time ago but having lived life to now that's not what I've actually wanted so if if when I was 19 I thought that like by 25 I'd be married and having kids and that's just what you do in life and then I'm like no way (laughs) no way yeah (laughs) that wasn't for me thank goodness I that's not what happened um and I would have been yeah just so proud of the things that I had done instead of that route but you know every everyone's different everybody's different and life pans out how it does and you're just like cool exactly is was my life (laughs) yeah it's it's so hard to just not look at the things uh that you didn't do instead of looking like first instead of first looking at look what I have done look where I am look how many people would you know want to have lived the life I lived instead Mm -hmm. of your first thought being like this is where I'm not I didn't do this I didn't do that this person did more than me it's like yeah. oh god like stop having those feelings who cares yeah you can't do anything about it nope you just can't uh, regret it was something I always dealt with like just getting over it and I, I'm better at it but it still creeps in I'm like oh I really wish I would have made different choices but it's but yeah, now it's like, here why? Yeah, here we are. Because guess here what? Like, who knows what would have happened if you did take the left instead yeah. of the right? You yeah, know, yeah, yeah. you just, you really don't know. And you so, won't know. You, you exactly. Know. Exactly. Because what is, is. I used to wish so bad that you could just see 
all the options all the from options. like one path yes. and then be able to decide and but then it's like well what fun is that right you know then you just know what's gonna happen and we wouldn't be happy if that's the way we made decisions either so yeah. really there's no there's just no winning the, the grass is always greener yeah <laughs> or so. maybe not or maybe it's build the dog shit who yep. knows <laughs> Ground, dirt just a desert I don't know what what happens if you grow up in a desert like what is that saying what, then I mean there's a lot of great things that happen in desert totally cactus yeah and they're and they're flowers yeah and, and all the creatures who like make life out of lack of water and yeah just yeah. gotta gotta make Marie, do with what you got Marie has this theory that if we <laughs> instead of uh, instead of flushing all of our shit down a water main, um, if we were to put all of our shit in the desert, then it would saturate the desert soil, thus making the desert habitable or plantable because the desert soil would pull all the moisture from our poop. And then, cause like once soil dries out to mm -hmm. a certain point, it can't accept water. Mm -hmm. it's like this crazy oh. like charge thing there's like a positive and a negative charge thing um and once it gets too dry it can't accept water so if you just like put a bunch of shit in the desert then it'll pull the moisture out of the poop and then bada boom bada bang who knows who maybe knows and maybe that will happen maybe some someone soon will start trucking in semis of poop to the desert and we'll be living there i don't know i mean yeah. this Based whole on this podcast solely <laughs> totally exactly we'll be long gone probably but i mean you know think about it. people are trying to make life on mars and other planets possible um by figuring things out so i don't know why they wouldn't go through the steps of making it livable on fully on this planet first yeah. but <laughs> there's gotta be concept. something yeah <laughs> oh man no, life let's, is go just to, so let's go to where we can't breathe yeah yep let's do that yeah live in a pod for 50 years and Ugh, i hate thinking see what happens i know me too i'm like that is just i really insane. hate it like seeing on the sequel when that mm -hmm. first came out i was like okay this is cool but like they can't go outside and they're just like stuck in this thing and it gave me anxiety yeah like, totally even knew that anxiety was a thing well I think about that even just on the fact of like having kids or like like kids having kids like I think about Delia oh God, being a mom or something or a grandmother and I'm like what is life gonna be like for like uh, those kids just because our planet in itself is not not the same even from when we were kids and going outside and playing it's like you can't like in the summertime you can't because yeah. of smoke and fires and this and that and it's like how long is that gonna last is that gonna keep going is that the normal is it gonna is it gonna stop like I just and just all the the building that is being done in the forest and lands and things just getting decimated it's it's just so hard to even think about yeah like our planet is becoming those sci-fi movies that we watch like oh yeah, are you gonna you're gonna even know what a bike is you're not gonna be able to ski or snowboard because there's not gonna be any snow like yeah, it's fucking why, terrifying that's why we gotta act on these things that we know now mm -hmm. as far as like 
recycling or like the things that we fucking know now for a fact that will sustain life in the future and help people in the future and like make things last longer that's why you have to like for really act on those things now yeah and and it's shit that it falls on our generation Mm -hmm. or like yada 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 like our parents had this and got to do that this yada 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 whatever but you know what it fell on our time exactly that's the thing is that prior to our generation there wasn't that much thought about the future and especially just the way this country was colonized this is just like do what will make you the money now no one cares about what the future holds and I think that our generation especially the one under us is we're dealing with all those repercussions and trying to make that not happen for the future we're like we we can't we need this to stop and we need to we want to take care of the future whereas previous to us that wasn't in the thought process which is why it's still annoying that I don't want to get like super political and shit but that the presidents of the country are all fucking old as shit is like this is so fucking stupid why don't we get somebody who's younger who actually gives a shit about the future because they're not gonna die in two years yeah or the fact that we only have two options that's forking garbage yeah on a brighter note there are like for example with Quincy there's Mm -hmm. so many things that he knows that I didn't know until I was like 20 right yeah me learning it later on in life and being so passionate about it and being like this is what's happening and just being transparent Mm -hmm. and educating him and being like there's so many things that have been done wrong in this world and things need to change Uh uh-oh I lost you. Change, and he's like, "Yeah, I can't even think of an example right now." But natural things like, oh, the like the water cycle on the planet. Like he knows the water cycle. Wow, I didn't know that until back in my twenties. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, totally. Shit. Well, and the fact that information is just so readily more readily available for them, and just for us too to like learn things that maybe we didn't learn and school or whatever and then uh, you pass that on to him so whether it's you learning more and passing it on to him at an earlier age than what you learned as a child or just the fact that like he has access to it without going and sitting in a library for four hours and reading a book that is 30 years old (laughs) yeah remember having to search for information yeah encyclopedias Murray does that sometimes he'll like go into the books that we have here and all like it'll be like a race like I'll do my google shit on the internet and he'll go into a book and look it up and Avi googling wins but I think that I would do well if I had the book right I would be super interested in finding it in the book and then fact checking it on google seeing like what what changed but because the first thing that th- you still have to sift through on the internet and be like, okay, what's this source from? Where was it cited? Yeah. Did it just copy yeah. someone else? When was this posted? And that information can be a little more deceiving Daunting. or harder yeah. to find than like, okay, this book was published by Wolverine Publisher on 1983. <laughs> and then you can type that exact thing in. Like, do they still believe that this is how this was made or 
like what edits have been made um, yeah. since then. We're learning like, as we go. Totally, like, everybody. We're all fingering it out. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> oh, that reminds yeah, me of um, more than others, and the ones that aren't fingering it out get inside that moist pie, baby. <laughs> so today, on our way to Costco, I had this. Uh, little energy bite thing that I made and it had chocolate chips in it non-dairy and gluten-free of course um but so I'm eating it we're driving along and all of a sudden I look down and I'm like oh what the fuck I had dropped like I don't know if it was a couple chocolate chips or just one but right in my crotch (laughs) totally melted and I was like man like I was wearing my overalls and they're like really dark denim so that couldn't see I wiped it up and stuff but since then Andrew and I keep calling it my chocolate box (laughs) so I was just like I don't know how that that where the term box came from but uh (laughs) who came up with that or I don't know and I hate calling it that but the fact that Andrew said it was so funny because I never heard him like say that term and then it's just funny it's a chocolate box (laughs) um can I like hey google check um yeah yes totally it already came on it already came on because I okay hey google in reference to the vagina, where does the term box come into play? <laughs> Did I word that? I think so. Oh, God. What is a woman's box? <laughs> it is often used when you're looking at someone of the opposite sex with interest. He was checking out the girl at the beach. You can also say, check out my new car. A woman's box is slang for her vagina, so it means to stare at a woman's vagina. Okay box oh god now i'm delving sifting that information okay urban dictionary we know okay female genitalia usually use oh you know what maybe i should do research prior to yeah well you do you research some things term (laughs) box originate from when referring to a woman's vagina or vulva (laughs) did you know that it's actually called a vulva According to Benedine, the word vagina is a Latin word that translates to sheath or scabbard. What the fuck is a sheath or a scabbard? A sheath is like a, what you put your knife in. Yeah, I thought it said sheep. <laughs> I was like, what? But a sheath? That is so weird. Oh, well, you put your knife in it, I guess. Huh? Yeah. Put your weapon away. I'll do research and then yeah, come back. Totally. Figure that out. We'll talk yes. about that next time. High priority. <laughs> Because it's actually a vulva, not a vagina. Yes. Yeah, all the all the terms for that just all get thrown together into one, you know? Mm-hmm. We're just we don't we don't treat it. But right. also like that's where life begins. Yeah. So why are we like disgracing it with these fucking words i don't know i i've I've always hated the term box what the fuck that's why it'd be really interesting i'm super interested to see where um where it comes from because i i just i don't get it and maybe somebody out there knows and they'll tell us before we figure it out but i think it's stupid and it's ugly and not that any of the words are like pretty but uh keep your opinions to yourself but like fact us yeah totally <laughs> yes fact i've fact been drinking only. wine yeah. <laughs>
Well, we're right on just a little bit over over the nine o'clock, but uh, I know you got to get to bed early oh, or yeah. wide too. Are you working so. out early tomorrow morning? I haven't decided what time yet. Yeah. Um, After probably all this wine I've been drinking, I'm like, ooh, am yeah. I going to? I'm probably seven. I don't think I'll do a six o'clock, but probably the seven o'clock. Dude, let's talk about those six o'clock workouts. They are banging, baby. I love it. It's just so hard to get up sometimes, but it's light out now. So least. hard. Well, yeah. I guess it's still not light at 545 when I leave, but it's light at 630. And then it confuses me if I'm going yeah. to the seven o'clock class. I'm like, what time is it? Oh my God, it's so late. But it's still dark going arriving at the six o'clock class, but it's it's starting to get like lighter yes, by the time it, it starts. Is. Yeah. I but daylight savings is at the end of this month i think oh oh wow it's the 13th not even the end of the month so then it's going to be darker again in the mornings but it's going to be lighter in the evenings god they just need to stop fucking doing that i know because then it really messes you up because now it is going to be dark at the seven o'clock workout again those bastards i know i know already my girl i know i loved it loved it feeling feeling failure and yeah. just uh getting a hold of your expectations yeah good stuff absolutely all right well you figure out what the fuck box means or or why <laughs> it means that rather okay. <laughs> we know what it means i want to know why it means yeah. that same same okie doke sleep tight get up in the morning work out i gotta Woo. do it too it's been a week good get it yeah all right Arrivederci. Adios, amiga. (laughs) Bye-bye. We hope you enjoyed this episode and would do us a huge favor since we don't have any sponsors or anything like that and would rate and review us on whatever platform it is you use, Spotify, Apple, Stitcher, uh, whatever it is. And if you're listening and downloading just through the website, tearingituppodcast.com, leave comments. Um, We'll definitely engage back with you. And on social media right now, we're just on Instagram, tearingituppodcast is the handle. Like the post, share the post, comment on the post, whatever it is you got, um, show us your love so we just stay relevant and show up in the rankings at all. So again, rate and review, please. And we'll see you next time. Thanks.